a fight for Israel's survival. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. News, analysis, and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. The Springfield Land Development Code, which is a very long word for the laws in Springfield, don't allow nonprofits to manage hotels in the city of Springfield. Important, not important. Why do we care about that? Well, joining us now, Rachel Elliott, sophomore at Drury. You, you and a friend of yours wrote an editorial into the Springfield newsletter about how Springfield could address homelessness. We're going to dig into that, but first... Question of the day, every day on the show, question of the day, different from the day before. Question of the day today is this. There are 50 states in the United States of America. If you could take one state in the country and trade it away, and then you could take one country in the rest of the world and make it the 50th state, what state would you get rid of, and what country would you make a part of the United States? Um, I would get rid of Washington State. Interesting. And bring france italy you gotta pick what italy. Get about. Italy. <laughs> yes more pasta for the rest of us i like this one now why get rid of the state of washington um i feel like you don't really hear about it it rains there all much. the time yeah yeah it's not great weather who, who, who was the last time you've been to tacoma no nobody goes <laughs> nobody goes all right okay so you and your you and your friend decided to write this op-ed about addressing homelessness in springfield it's a concept i've never really contemplated and i found it fascinating you want nonprofits to be able to manage hotels in springfield tell me why so it kind of is just maximizing resources like um instead of there's a nonprofit in springfield eden village and they build tiny homes for homeless people. yeah way up on the north side of town yes yeah. off division and um if they could take a hotel and kind of multiply that idea it would use, be using less resources, less land, less manpower, but helping more people. So in Springfield, in Springfield, we've got this code that says you can't do that. How long has that been on the books? I actually don't know. I contacted um, 12 plus city officials and nobody could really give me a straight answer. Did they not give you an answer or did they just not reply? Um, Some of them didn't reply and then... About six of them didn't know. Okay, they just straight up didn't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Would the in your scenario, obviously a, a big part of this is to manage homelessness in the city of Springfield, correct? Yes. Uh, t- how how bad of a problem is is homelessness in Springfield? Um, our homelessness rate is within point zero two percent of Kansas City and St. Louis. Homelessness wow. Rate. Okay. So big problem. Um, and obviously I've been a, you know, I, uh, growing up, I grew up in Springfield. My family and I volunteered at the, uh, victory mission for the homeless for like seven years. We served meals there at nights and things like that. Um, but despite that, despite Eden Village, despite a lot of these other areas, we already know poverty is high in Springfield. We do seem to have a homelessness problem. What, what would be the process? Obviously, you know, are, is you in your contemplation, does Eden Village buy a hotel and then use the rooms for free do they find do they build their own hotel how would the process work so in like a perfect scenario any nonprofit would be able to purchase ideally an abandoned hotel or build their own hotel um and 
they can charge a fee, they cannot. Um, there's some different um, homeless shelters around here that do charge a little fee so they can work around some things. I don't really understand all of that, but um, they could charge a fee, they could not, um, and it ideally would be manned by volunteers. So I presume the two biggest responses to this is, number one, you're going to be undercutting all the other hotels in town. If a nonprofit manages it, they don't have to pay taxes because they're a nonprofit, and they can charge really bargain basement rates, then they're going to compete with some of the smaller end hotels, the Motel 6s or whatever it might be. So I assume that's one argument against it. I assume the second argument against it, and you see this a lot when you discuss homelessness and how to fix the problem is, there are there are groups of people in Springfield that are like, hold on, if you did this, you're going to see a f- massive influx of homeless to the Springfield community. People talk, they ride the rails, they do whatever, and if they hear, oh, you can go to Springfield and you can stay in a, a, a nice hotel for $5 a night if you say you're homeless, well, let's all go to Springfield and say, I assume those are some of the big pushbacks that you would see to this. Um, so I went and visited Eden Village and talked to the CEO and... What they have right now is a sort of application process, um, and it asks a whole bunch of different things about you and, like, your history and everything, and then they kind of go through those applications and decide if you are eligible to live in the Eden Village community or not, so it would be a similar process to that, so we could avoid things. How many how many homes do they have? How many of the tiny homes? 15, 20 on their main base here in Springfield, and I know they're building a couple more in a few states right now. Okay. Are there any other small, medium, or large-scale cities in the United States that have that have a process like this or, or allow this for, for a nonprofit to have a hotel? Um, yes. Actually, um, in the article we cite, Circle the City in Phoenix, Arizona, um, and they kind of used it as a medical overflow during COVID, but it, I mean, it doesn't have to be a medical overflow, um, but they saw... Um, kind of spread rates during COVID among homeless people go way down when they were able to house them and quarantine them properly. That's interesting. Okay. So the question then would be, what's the process to changing this Springfield land development code? Does it have to go through city council? There's some sort of board that could change it. Um, I'm not quite sure. I've been in contact with a few city council members about it and um, they're kind of figuring all that out because I'm not real sure what that looks like okay i did go to a city council meeting and talk to them about it though and they seemed very pumped to do something yeah well and that's i just reading the op-ed i was like you know this is a novel approach to it mm-hmm. we talk all the time about not just homelessness here but homelessness across the country um particularly if you go to some of the larger communities chicago new york um there's just a, a, an extreme amount of it um and and this was a novel concept i hadn't heard about um and i'm curious to see what this, what the Springfield City Council thinks about this and the process, because in my guess, the Springfield Land Development Code is, is fairly old. It's probably been on the, the, the books forever. And in just, just in reading it, my sense was this is probably to avoid, you know, so, so that nobody's undercutting the, the traditional brick and mortar hotels in the city. But I found it interesting. Now there are some, uh, there also I think would be if you go up, north of town way north up north of 44 by the fairgrounds there's a couple places over there that have very low cost long-term rentals and i know when talking to the springfield police chief they get one or two calls a day and they're sending officers over there almost on a daily basis 
And uh, you got to wonder if you had a, maybe this application process fixed this, but if you had something like this, you wonder if it would be kind of a crime magnet because of the homelessness issue. Um, so that's kind of a misconception that homelessness is tied to crime rates. Um, because, so with Eden Village, for example, they're just doing a really good job. Um, and they, you go through the application process and it's kind of just like living in any other apartment or any other place. Um, you can't have drugs, like you can't have illegal drugs on, in your house. You can't drink outside your house. You can't, you know, commit any other sort of crimes or anything. And if you do, you, you get evicted. Yes. Interesting. What prompted you to get interested in this issue? How'd you, how'd you end up getting interested in it? Um, in one of my classes, um, civic leadership and political activism at Drury, um, we had to pick an issue that we wanted to try to do something about. And Dr. Vandenberg helped me pick this issue. Okay. Helped you pick homelessness or helped you pick the way to combat it? Um, kind of the discrepancies in the land development code because the whole class is about helping and trying to like move the needle on homelessness, mm-hmm. but we got to pick like specific like sects that we get to go into. Very cool. So you're a sophomore at Drury. What's your major? Uh, political science. Political science. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I, I found this interesting. I found the concept interesting. I'd never seen it before. And obviously, you know, with poverty rates and homelessness issues in Springfield, it's a novel thing. We're going to kind of monitor this. Um, if people want to know more about the information, how do they find out more about the Springfield Land Development Code or or how do they call their city council members? Do you know that process? Um, I mean, this land development code and city ordinances and everything are all like out there on the Internet. You can just like there's a database that keeps all of Springfield's um, stuff that they vote on in city council. And you can just look it up, like Google it. And that's how I found this. Um, and I think the council members are happy to give you their phone number i know i have their phone number <laughs> it doesn't so. take much if you google yeah. it it doesn't take much to find their their, their phone yeah. numbers or their uh email addresses all right uh, again appreciate you coming in very fascinated by the issue going to kind of monitor this and see what city council does um okay we're out of time for this segment we're going to be right back we're going to um wrap up the show talk a little bit about tomorrow's show stick around for all that mm-hmm.